Uh, AJ said Spotter Brit was on it even with his eight dollar belt he brought. I said, wait do you hear wait do you hear him spotting his Gucci sneakers? He's amazing. That's funny. <laughs> Them damn things are five hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> Who's got shoes that much? You? This idiot. I got Gucci sneakers. Wasn't it you that had what shoes? What do you do? Who who had shoes that was expensive? Was it her? Me. Him? Or maybe I It don't was know. her. Golden gooses. Yeah. I got them as a gift. Golden goose. What's that? It's that damn thing in Willy Wonka. Oh, I'm wearing them right now. I'm wearing them right now. <laughs> Those are expensive? <laughs> Yeah, same thing I was thinking. It looks like you snuck a snuck tackled a cheetah and cut his. That looks like it's the style, guys. I'm not gonna lie. It looks like something Madeline glued together with her sewing machine. Okay, they're really. You say expensive? How much? No lie, five hundred dollars. Wow. Let me see them again. I did not buy them. Let me see those. Chad would kill me. Get the those on camera. Did you get those? Okay, good. That's awful. That's perfect. Thanks, like they're not even, I'm impressed I put my leg up that high. They're not even like pretty $500. They are. I'm not going to make it's a comment It's the style. Casey, It's the style it's right now. Bad style. Hey, what's up? You're listening to Door Bumper Clear. I'm Brett Griffin, and today we have Xfinity Series race winner Ty Gibbs on to talk about his big day. Before that, we'll cover Christopher Bell beating Joey Logano, despite Joey blocking, trying to block for the win. AJ Amadinger and Austin Sendrick wrecking each other in the Xfinity Series race. And what Clint Boyer said about me drinking $8 beers on the broadcast. Let's roll. Nobody's listening, but I don't care. I'm on an episode of Door Bumper Clear. Hey, everybody. I'm TJ Majors, spotter of the, the one truck, the 22 cup car, and uh, we got a, a full house this week. I had to actually stop Brett and Casey from arguing right here about who's making shows and who's not. So, <laughs> welcome to the show, guys. Thanks, Brett. Who Griffin, are you, Brett Griffin? Spotter yesterday for AJ Amendinger, who put on a clinic. And it, if Freddie and I hadn't been changing tires for him, there's a solid chance that he'd have been able to contend for the win. Uh, we we had uh, didn't he speed on pit road too? Yeah, yeah. What I mean, about but, that? We're sure, but, who's but driving? We were already at the back at that point. I mean, <laughs> when you come in tenth, they come out thirty ninth every time. It, it's you know a little speed penalty here. There ain't a big deal. Chris Rice going over the wall. Yeah, I, I actually <laughs> texted him that during the race, and I was like, "Are you changing tires today, or what's going on down there?" I thought they put it in the footage in slow motion on TV. Honestly, Jeez. we should have had a no, call with Chris today. I didn't realize it was that bad. <laughs> yeah, we should have called Chris this morning. Look, put, put it this way: start behind TJ, pass TJ. Leave TJ Pitt 15 spots behind TJ. Do it again. Like, it just was all day long. Well, I beat you off Pitt Road. H- hands down. <laughs> I, you did it. I, I beat you I, off Pitt Road. You did an amazing job. <laughs> I'm going to use that all, all day. All day. Holla. Yeah. Sit, uh, sit, sit, sitting to what, my right. What's up? Freddie Kraft spotted for Bubba Wallace. Uh, Jeb Burton with a good run Saturday. Derek Krause with a good run on Friday. Bubba with not such a good run yesterday. I'm, I've never seen a guy be able to slide his tires that far. Like, I literally thought every time you did it, you were blowing up. Uh, You're talking about Bubba? Yeah. Yeah, it looked like you At had the end of the race. Looked like you had like, two pit bosses under the front end. I'm not really sure what happened there, but yeah, we were. No, it, was we all, definitely it wasn't had a just couple, the end of the race. It was all day. No, it was. We, he locked him up one time into turn one and then 25 times into the chicane in the last three laps. Okay. So, but, but I mean, he, he was pretty good all day until the last run there. He was just trying uh, hard. Trying to get a little too aggressive, I guess. And then just the problem was we flat spotted the tire and then it just 
continued to get worse. Like you would hit that same flat spot and drag and drag and drag until it was over. I got a picture of the tire. It was not pretty at the end of the race. But uh, <laughs> got yeah. the twenty three blowing up. Oh, never mind. He's yeah. Never mind. tires again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just had so much fun the first time. He wanted to try it again and again and again and again. But <laughs> you were running like top ten with like eight to go. I think we were going to run For somewhere between like in a row, twelfth and fifteenth. I would say, and then just it, the, the two lock two big lockups into the front stretch chicane, and then he tried to go into turn one, and it just went straight. If he just skipped the infield yesterday, he wouldn't have been. We would have been great if we could have just went straight down the front stretch. <laughs> And I mean, we were pretty decent at the chicanes, but <laughs> that infield section was not so good for us. But I mean, hey, it's you know after this race, our move last year in the road course race was pretty mild. I thought you were getting ready to make that same move into turn one on the last lap. I seen him kind of shallow up. I go, here he goes. What again. do you mean on the last lap? We were leading on the last. Oh, you're talking no, about after yeah. you taking a white. Well, <laughs> he he swung out, and I'm like, doors open. Go ahead and help myself through there. But I can tell you this: after the Xfinity race, and after that Cup race. Our move was nothing compared to what guys were doing this time around. Oh, no. Like, they were – I mean, Ty Giz, well, we're going to talk to him about it, I guess, but yeah, um, I thought he ripped the left front of the car off. Which so, time? <laughs> I think we're talking about it. I don't show. understand how guys can hang – get the right side off between, like, two and three and destroy the nose, and yet Kurt Busch can Baja off the king. <laughs> from all the way. Basically <laughs> cut off a third of the track and not hurt the nose at all. Like it's just I guess the way that first of all, why do we have grass? Like just get rid of the grass. Well, that's actually a like, camping area during the five hundred. Yeah. They can have turf. You can put turf down. That's where the media people get to park. Kurt destroyed <laughs> tur- that parking lot. Put turf down so we don't wreck everybody's car going through the grass. Don't hit the grass. I actually think it's nice to have. Don't go in the grass. It's exciting when people get out there. You remember that day? That what? That one time? Where was that? Texas? Was that Texas or Atlanta? When you guys. We had a rain delay. We were there forever. And oh, and then the Junior? first lap, you guys blew through the I was like lap and knocked two. the nose off yeah. the car. <laughs> that was, um, that was uh, yeah, with Dell Jr. I yeah. watched the end of that race on my couch. Yeah, I was going to so, say, you guys are home before we were done. <laughs> I was definitely home before that was over. So right. if you had to pick, before we throw it to Casey, would you rather have a valence in grass or a splitter in turf? Um, I, a valence in grass. See, I'm okay with the front stretch, like the out there, but like the infield section, I mean the it's front stretch. It's a combo stretch, thing. Val- you can't have both. Which one are you picking? I mean, I'm Team Valence for the rest of my life. <laughs> I don't care what you – grass, uh, rubber mat, whatever you want to put down there. I'm Team Valence no matter what it is. What about you, Brett? Same. I think I think if you pulled the garage, you'd be surprised. At the results of that would be 100%, I would think. I think so, too. <laughs> I mean, every every video you see, you can – every video I see of, like, a Valence is, like, the car – I mean, the cars – it's fun to look. I mean, the cars, are they're driving it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm Team Valence rest of my life. What is that? Freddie's drinking. Yeah. It's a seltzer. Oh, okay. Well, if no you'd have deal. made some shows last year, you'd uh, know what that is. Non-alcoholic seltzer. Um, I had a baby. Sorry. <laughs> I just look like I'm going to have a baby. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, congrats on your second husband winning yesterday. Oh. Yes, oh, that was yeah. great. Did you go for the toast last night? Um, I had to babysit our daughter. So. Excuse me, TJ, what'd you say? Yeah. I had to take care of my child. Casey, we might be soulmates. I don't know. <laughs> Chad got to go. You had you me know. at babysit. <laughs> you know, he uh, had priorities. But anyways, hey guys, I'm Casey, marketing professional, mom, babysitter. Jason, who are you? Jason Schultz, door bumper clear. No, producer. say it right, Jason. You're the Dale Jr. download. Dillner. Part-time Dillner's, door bumper clear. You're Dillner's secretary. Is what you, a donkey. 
your donor's donkey. <laughs> Lots of donkeys. You, you weren't. You didn't. Did you hear that last week? Yeah, listen to. No. You I couldn't said, make the show. That's nor donkey. Did you listen and to donor it? is now Shrek. Yeah, Shrek's donor. So, Jason's. Donkey. I did see some tweets about that. So when they're walking through a field looking at rabbit trails, and I don't go look at rabbit donkey trails. Donkey over here is holding the microphone. Here you go, donor. <laughs> nice flannel. Hey, donkey. Yeah. Uh, nice flannel today, donor. Is that your fedora? <laughs> Brett, were, were you Puss sober? Puss Boots is my favorite character. Who's that? Puss Casey? Boots. Uh, Me. I could be Jason, too, I guess. Well, that actually, that cat's pretty awesome. That's what's Then I'll take it. That's me. That's me. That's me. I don't know who the hell I am. It's the Bandolero no. guy, ain't it? No. Yeah. Bandolero. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's not Bandolero. Bandolero. <laughs> Freddie, you're more like Eeyore or something, e- man. I don't I know. I can't be Eeyore. I'm on a show. <laughs> hey, bird. <laughs> Oh my uh, gosh. Brett, I want to know, were you sober this time last week when you decided uh, not so to let me, show tell up? Me, let what me, time is it? No. Let me tell you. <laughs> I can answer that for you. I'll give you the two-minute version of what happened. How about 40 I got, I got in a wreck in the Daytona oh, 500. I, I got you in got in two wrecks that night. I got a feeling. Hey, he did that right. I got, I got in a wreck. I got in a wreck. Yeah, I. And it was probably I. my fault. <laughs> right? Everything's the spotter's fault. So it's probably my fault we got in a wreck. So I was like, man. I'm going to go watch into this race somewhere. Walk into Oyster Pub. We've already done last call. I'm like, it's 1130, and there's 30 laps left in the Daytona 500. So anyway, I cross the street, and long story short, some partners of ours come to meet us and uh, have a drink, and next thing you know, it's 345, which means that one beer turned into a beer and a half. And by the time I got home, I opened up the show sheet, and Jason is talking about Ty Dillon, Derek Cope, Haley Deegan as all talking points. And I call Freddie. I'm like, are you awake? <laughs> Who was reading you the show sheet? Because you were not. You know, <laughs> Freddie's like, yeah. And I was like. Somebody is reading you the I show like, sheet. I think Jason's drunker than I am. Have you seen what he wants us to talk about? And so I just got mad. And I just went to bed mad. And I was like, I ain't getting up in four hours to talk about Derek Cope. So that's what happened. I wasn't partaking in that. So well, I went to bed mad and 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 buzzed. And uh, buzzed? When you say buzzed, you mean I couldn't see straight. So I was I was yeah, planning on maybe straight. coming home on Monday from Daytona. <laughs> oh, look at that guy! I just, I changed, nah, I that guy there's important. He got a clipboard. I decided Monday that I, yeah. I need to stay another day in Daytona. <laughs> I uh, I was very impressed. Your texting mad skills are impeccable while drunk. Uh, Siri. Well, they got all yeah, the correct Siri. now. And yeah, it's Siri. Yeah, Siri. Siri, tell Jason he's an idiot. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of drunk, speaking of drunk, uh, have you guys heard Clayton Hughes' yeah. interview with Claire B. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I, uh, I haven't heard it, but TJ and Freddie have both heard it, and they're big fans of, of, of Clayton and his the way he says opportunity. Give us a cliff note version of it. Uh, well, Clayton won the Daytona 500, and he's happy to tell you about it. Here's what I'd do if I won a Daytona 500. <laughs> I would party like, like Clayton did, but I wouldn't be so mad, and I wouldn't talk so much shit about Martin Truex. <laughs> I mean, I, so I you gotta you gotta understand. I got a feeling I know why this happened because the week before the Daytona 500, Martin Truex went and gave an interview and said, "I made a change because I need to be better at super speedway racing." And we talked about it on the show last week. You make that, you say that comment, and then your spotter goes out and wins the <laughs> Daytona 500. I think I might have been like privately to Martin, like, "Hey, bud, look, I won." I probably would not have done it on Claire B's show, but hey, to each their After own. After a half gallon of Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's been known to run on our levels at times. <laughs> I mean, he said his piece. Gotta say, hey. give him props. Him, he learned a lot from TJ, but TJ didn't win the Daytona 500. Yeah, so. you know, <laughs> I don't know. It just goes to show, right place, right time. I mean, this guy. And, and look, I, I hate to say this, and I know you guys probably talked about it. 
The guy who screwed that up was Cole Custer. Where Cole Custer was running, that's the car that won the race, right? They shuffle Cole. How do you – How do you? the fourth car in line out of five forwards and you get shuffled, right? He pulled down the block to bottom. They went around him on the top. Now he's screwed. There goes Harvick's help. When TJ got wrecked, and I truly believe TJ got wrecked, when that happened – By the guy that might have won. Guess who is sitting there? Michael McDowell, who as great of a plate racer as Clayton Hughes is – he didn't do a damn thing right there. His guy was in line. He was pushing awesome. And when the seas parted, he took the lead at the right time as a caution He barely could, very easily could have been caught up in that. He could have been caught up. It could have been Chase Elliott if they yeah. waited a split second. Anyway, right? Chase could have got um, caught up in it too. Just a little, uh, hey, Clayton, I love you, dude, but chill, chill. Oh, like let, let the fireball give you humility next time. <laughs> Not, don't, don't let it make you an arrogant <laughs> There's a. You should probably follow your own advice, right? No. 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 I don't brag on myself. Do as, do as I said. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I don't brag on myself. Are you drunk now? When do I now? brag on myself? Right, when did you start drinking this morning? <laughs> I just had a water, and I love Jason bring me another one. <laughs> Can you say water? Water? Yeah. Hey, donkey. Brett wants hey, a water. Donkey. <laughs> bring Brett a water. <laughs> Donkey's coming. Donkey. <laughs> oh, I should have wore a sweatshirt. I'm hot. Donkey, get out of my swamp. Oh. <laughs> oh, Jason, boy. you don't actually need to get him water. You can tell him no. Oh, no, nope. so he's not Dillner. He's still. He's oh, still Jason, he I still just made up. Dillner wants Chick Fil A. Jason, you want to order it for him? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, how was the second Daytona? Speaking of Chick Fil A, when are you going to bring that back? You know, I thought about that. Um, maybe we're next not high on your list week. anymore. Freddie's got the big bucks now. He should bring it. That's true. Oh, you got yeah. that Jordan money. Trick. I got that Bubba Watson money now. I'm, I'm <laughs> That's right. <laughs> some guy called. Story? Yeah. Some, some guy <laughs> last week, Reaction Theater, called in and said, I don't know who the hell's spotting for Bubba Watson, but he sucks. <laughs> 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 so I'm now going to work for Bubba Watson. I'm, for I'm excited about that segment. That should be fun. Yes. So that'll come up right after Spot On, Spot Off. Deal. Well, yeah, it was a good, fun road race. Good road race. Uh, hard to spot. Oh, like, there's a lot of action. Uh, and what I hate about it is where we stand, those restarts, man, it's behind a video board and behind the pylon when they get into one and two. Yeah. And like where Martin Truex drove in and used his left side to clip pit road and will hop and eventually cause a huge melee. Like, it's hard for us to see a lot of that, at least where I stand. TJ's a lot closer to one. That's a big spotter stand. I would like to see them move us from where we are for that particular race up into the top corner of turn one grandstands like we do at the Roval because – Man, that angle into once tough, and then as it started getting dark and it started kind of misting in our face, like I, I don't remember that race last year being quite as hard as it was. You know? No, and I'm a. It was a way. Um, you can tell guys are getting more comfortable with that track, like they're getting braver. And, and that's a new different rules package too, right? Did we have more motor this, uh, this year? Yeah, yeah. Um, but you can also see guys taking more risks. Last last year, everyone, okay, guys, we're all going to lift right here. We're going to look. Everyone, take it easy. And it was later in the season, too, so guys were less likely to take risks, in my opinion. I mean, you didn't want to put yourself – you needed points that you had to be smart. Second race of the year, man, they're all going for it. I thought I thought it was exciting. I mean, you had guys off almost every other lap. There's somebody locking up. Making, There's a lot of guys making mistakes, you know, like good like good drivers making mistakes. There were more we mistakes in the Brad second Kislowski, race than there were the first how, race. Yeah. What kind of a – I felt horrible for him. He just kept I, – I looked back there, and Brad's running in the 30s, and I'm like – Man, rough day for Brad. Then I look up. He's third. <laughs> well, he's coming to pit road. He locks him up into the last chicane, blows the left front, comes to pit road. Doesn't stop. Caution. Yeah, he does. He, comes he to slows stop. down. He doesn't stop. I think he stopped, didn't he? No. Nope. I'm pretty sure he did. I watched it. He slowed Maybe down. He didn't. he didn't stop. Um. So, 
He he's on pit road. The caution comes out. Cycle to the lead. Like that's just luck of the luck of a road course. Oh, yeah. And then late in the race, he pits right before one of the the last caution. Everybody pitted. Like a lap before that, caution comes out again. He cycles up near the front. So, but I mean, he had a a lot going on yesterday. Talk about Brad and talk about angles. Did you? You're pretty close to me up there. Did you see Brad when he spun out off of turn one? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he was literally the only, like Bubba went shooting by. I was like, what the hell is that? And I could see that there must be like a bathroom or something in the garage right there that's backed up against that fence. And I, all I saw was a spoiler. I was like, oh, glad we didn't hit that guy because I never saw him, like ever. It, it, that um, is a tough race to spot. Turn one is hard. I was, I was very impressed. I'm going to give you credit. Oh, God. Really? Don't do I'm that. I'm sorry. Don't do it. Just they don't have to drag on next myself. Spot on. Hey, cut Casey's mic off. Hurry. <laughs> they played your. Uh, uh, they played you and AJ. AJ, you got a penalty. <laughs> I don't remember what part AJ, of the race it was. AJ, you got another penalty. But I was very impressed because that is that first turn is impossible. Like watching it, I, I was like, "How do you even spot that part?" You did a pretty great job. Thanks. Not gonna lie. You, you imagine being in the pack. You bragging up for me. Okay, well this you is the one time you pack and seeing like Truex wheel hop we, towards you so and be like, "Oh, we were right behind." Who did he run over? Bell. Like he, he hit he, Bell in the door. Bell, Everybody. Yeah. So. <laughs> So then he lights it. We were right behind Bell, or maybe a row behind Bell, and he lights the tires up. And I'm like, I got nothing. <laughs> Good luck. You want to like, talk about see you? You ought to be running like third when Kurt goes off in front of you out there Just, off the kink. And, and I'm like, I don't know if he's going to make it back. He's going awfully fast. Like he's, I'm like, watch him, watch him. I don't know if he's going to make it. I thought we were getting t-boned. Uh, yeah, it was looking like, like it was that shark race when Zane got a. Uh, when Zane didn't have any breaks in that last came when they wrecked there, he was going through that. I was like, oh, somebody's getting T-boned right here. Yeah. But it's an exciting race, though. I'm glad. I mean. It was great to watch. I yeah. loved it. I think all we'll three, be running there. All three races were very impressive. Yeah. Good races. Good job. All right. Let's hear a little bit about our amazing presenting sponsor, OfferPad. Our presenting sponsor, OfferPad, is back in 2021, and they're doing some big things in NASCAR this year. In addition to being the presenting sponsor of the world's greatest podcast, OfferPad is also sponsoring Denny Hamlin and Harrison Burton in select races this year. OfferPad is a great partner of ours and wants to help you get your home sold. It's so easy to get an offer on your home from OfferPad. All you need to do is log on to OfferPad.com, fill out the five-minute form about your home, and you'll get a cash offer in your inbox within 24 hours. You can get your home sold quickly and enjoy OfferPad Express benefits, including that competitive cash offer within 24 hours. You can sell your home without listing it by accepting that offer. Your home is sold before it even hits the market. One of my favorite features is no showings, meaning you do not have to disrupt your life with strangers coming in your home and having those inconvenient open houses. You can pick your own closing day, and OfferPad gives you the flexibility to change it when needed. If you're moving locally, enjoy a free move. Freddie and TJ are going to man up, head over, show you those muscles off, and, and move all your things. Shirtless. Also, if your new home isn't quite ready, you can stay in your current home up to three days after closing. Go sell your home at OfferPad today. When asked where you heard about OfferPad, make sure you select the NASCAR option so they know we sent you. Christopher Bell navigates Joey Logano's blocks with two to go to take the lead and win his first career cup race. Casey, why don't you take this one since this is your boy? Second husband. Yeah, this is your second husband. not my second husband. I'm pretty sure that was a quote on here. Every time Chad goes to lunch, he's with Christopher. 
I think that it is very much spot on. I figured. I figured this was like a Freddy. Oh, Dunny's great. Oh, Christopher's great. Whatever Clint, Christopher does Clint is great. Clint tweeted, you never forget your first. I mean, I think this is I don't think he was talking about racing. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. I was thinking about that after. <laughs> oh. oh. So, uh, spot on, spot off. <laughs> Who you got, TJ? <laughs> Look, I hate being passed, but quick. I hate being passed, but I mean... I mean, Christopher made it through the pack, man. He did what he had to do to get up there. He was more patient than the others getting through there with tires. And, I mean, he did he did what he had to do. And I'm, you know, happy for him to get his first win. And, boy, what a what a way to get in that 20 car and get a win already, though. That's big for them guys and big for Christopher's career. So, congrats to Christopher for doing it. Spot off, I hate, spot off for passing us, but spot on for his first win. Brett, what do you think? I honestly thought TJ was going to wreck himself in three and four in NASCAR three and four, the oval part, because Again. he kept fading him to the right, fading him to the right, and I was like, "Hey, this kid's oh, no, never no, won." I'm not, I'm not fading anybody. I'm Were you calling out, the block. Were you I'm telling calling him the block? outside, block outside, right, block right, outside, block right. This is. I'll let yes. you have your turn again. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm not till I'm as I'm watching outside. this happen. I'm like, "Hey, this is a second year Cup driver that's in a premier ride that has an opportunity here to rebound from." Not driving very smart in a Daytona 500 with probably the fastest car in the field from where I sat, right? So um, I was like, he's going to wreck Joey Logano to win this race. I hope he doesn't wreck himself because to me, if you're in Joey's shoes and you're fading that late, you deserve to be wrecked, right? So I am spot on for Joe Gibbs getting rid of Eric Jones and put Christopher Bell in this car. When it happened, I was like, wow, this is a big risk. This kid's unproven. He's running like crap at his 95 car. He's been stupid fast the last two weeks. So, uh, Big win. I mean, you look at who who won the first – who's going to win the first two races of the year? Nobody in America would have said Michael McDowell at Daytona 500 and Christopher Bell. That is exciting for NASCAR. Well, that's not true. I know a spotter that would say they were going to win. <laughs> he knew he was going to win. He knew it. Yeah. With 10 uh, to go. <laughs> um, you know, Seabell, I felt like, turned it on last year. At the very end of the year, that 95 picked up a lot of speed. They were fast. Um, and it kind of cemented this move here. Um, and just like you said, I don't. There was no you. You weren't blocking that run. Like he he got he faded left one time off of the chicane, and then Christopher had all that racetrack to work with getting to the top. And you just he was better. You know, there's nothing you can do about it. Joe, I thought I thought Joey I thought Joey had him lined up to do the old Bubba Wallace move into one again there where you shallow up and drive two wheels through the grass. But uh, he I thought you guys he thought I better was of it. hoping Joey would move him move him there just to make it just exciting. To make it right? exciting Christopher again. actually gave us room. Yeah, so. he moved. Yeah, he <laughs> he, uh, he he definitely did. I guess, but. Um, yeah, you know, Gibbs cars were super fast all day. I felt like Kyle had a horrendous day and I looked up, he was in the top five all day with his right front tore off. Danny was fast. Martin was fast until he ran everybody over in the first turn. Did you see how fast Kyle was on the banking still? Yeah. Oh yeah. With he, the right front knot off. And even Christopher, like he had a little bit of run out of the bus stop, but just like drove around the outside. I was like, holy yeah, I looked up one time and like the Gibbs cars were second, third, fourth and fifth or something like that. Yeah. They were the fast. nine was leading. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it Good for him. Good for capitalizing on your opportunity right away. Oh, he did it. I can't. I can't imagine he thought that that was where he was going to win. With first. like two to go, <laughs> he messed up, and he he was a second faster a lap. And then with like two to go, he only ran half a second faster, and that was going to be get to us right at the like right at the end. And I'm like, okay, well, we got a shot here. Then he's like another side. I'm like, oh, man, he was just fast. Yeah, tires. There's two other guys. I fully believe Larson could have won that race if he doesn't wheel hop. What happened to Larson? I don't. He was passing Kurt for a second. In the six, and he dove it in there, and he, he wheel hopped the rears and spun out and, and hit the tires. Uh, thank he was goodness when he spun out, he spun out and got out of the way. Like he w- he would have won by 
seconds. So, I mean, he would have ran it. He had tires. He was going to run us down. And I'll tell you what, Larson drove us drove a great race. So, I don't know if that's later in the show or not. No. Is it? No, yeah. he was. I looked. Yeah, he was Larson, in the top five top seven. Larson, boys. very very caught. He hadn't run that course yet, so he was kind of cautious the first run there. But by the end of the first stage. He was actually coming back forward, though. So took him a long time to get used to this car again, like you said, huh? Yeah, it took hmm. him forever. Wait till the mile and a half, so it'll be a little different there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's I'm gonna sure. be way he's different not, at Homestead. He's not good at Homestead. Yeah. He's terrible he's there. So awful. <laughs> well, we. Sh- he'll well, have I'll go ahead and put it in my notes next week to give you hey. shit about that. <laughs> go ahead and put a in car camera on, the show on him. Sheet. He's gonna be starting near the back, I think. So he'll be passing a lot of cars. Spot on, spot off. Kyle Bush says, I don't know why we had a yellow. I think it's because of the show. After NASCAR throws a caution with 15 to go for rain. Spot on, spot off. Kyle. Or Brett. Kyle. Who's Kyle? Kyle. 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 There you go. <laughs> Don, donkey, you want to take it since it's your boy? Uh, Brett. Uh, I know a lot of people are upset about this, and I think the people that are upset about it were in the front. And the fans that are upset about it were fans of drivers that are in the front. The reality is the track was changing colors uh, in in a high-speed part of the racetrack. And, I I mean, look, NASCAR's job is to give everybody a safe racetrack to drive on. I felt like early in the race when the 43 lost a tire, um, we didn't get a caution. And we had three guys after that blow tires. And I feel like it's because there was debris out there There because it had to go somewhere, right? This guy chunked a tire, right? So I feel like this was NASCAR's chance to to not tear up a lot of cars in oval turn two. And they made the right call, you know. And and look, it it definitely changed the outcome of the race. Um, But everybody's got the same opportunity here, right? So uh, spot on for the call. I liked it. I mean, it's pretty simple. Denny Hamlin said the track was wet. And we needed a caution. And everything Denny right. does Denny's is right. always right. <laughs> Got it. You Good. know, I, I think a lot of the backlash comes from who was leading the race at the time that didn't want to caution the nine car. Um, so, you know, that's that's where all your fan hate's going to come from there. But like Brett said, I mean, I looked up at the TV screen one time, and it looked like it was pouring down rain in yeah. turn one. I was I like, I was like, oh, turn six is going to be wet. Like, it's right outside the fence. It's coming that way. And it never got as wet as I thought it was going to. But I, like, I was like, I, at first I couldn't tell where it was. And I, they panned back and I could see it was like behind turn one on the road course. So I was like, whoa, it's the camera raining. Made, the camera it, made it look a lot worse yeah, than it was. I thought it was pouring down there in turn one. And, and Bubba's like, it's not bad. And then they were talking yeah. about sprinkles. But it, it's raining. Like, let's, what, I would much rather them throw the caution than risk, okay, because you know, it's Daytona. We were sitting in the car last week during the rain delay, and it was pouring down rain 20 feet away from us and not raining a drop where we were sitting. So you don't know when that's going to kick in on the racetrack, and why risk the chance of, okay, we're all going to drive into turn three like the All-Star race that one year yeah. and wipe our stuff out. Like, and then that's on NASCAR if that happens. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean we, were, look, we had an Xfinity practice years ago, and they didn't have spotters around the racetrack for practice. And it started raining at the airport. And I'm like, look, you can see it. I mean, it's Florida. And I'm like, hey, it's raining at the airport. Hey, yeah. it's coming to the backstretch. Hey, it it's at the backstretch. They tore up a ton of race cars down that, the back. Yeah. That's on NASCAR because their yeah. job is to provide us a safe racetrack. So, TJ, what do you think? You know, with a – Depends on where he was running. This bailed him Oh, out. yeah, but I'm, I'm fine – it's a it's a road course and we can race in the rain there. I'm kind of I'm fine with letting the teams decide. You know, if you're gonna have a rain, like let them decide. Like sports car racing there, they don't throw the yellow for the rain. You either come in and put your wets on. But the we're not. I don't I don't want to send any of those guys through turn two with a pouring wet. They're gonna wreck for sure. 
and I don't think that's fair to any of them guys to send them through there. So I'm I'm okay with them throwing the yellow to. I mean, it's just unsafe, man. Slick tires. You don't know for sure if it's wet or not. You get there, you're not going to have time to check up and make yeah. make the right decision. So I mean, you can't just send guys into a wet corner like that. Um, so I'm okay with the do. And everyone, like Brett said, everyone's got the same. You can pit or you don't pit. I mean, we could all pit and come out the same, but everyone's got the same opportunity to make their race right there. Chase Elliott and Corey LaJoy get together, sending the nine off course, although he saves it, and then he gets into LaJoy and sends him off course on the next restart. Spot on, spot off, Freddie. This was exciting. This is right next to me. Like, we are four wide off of two with this deal. And uh, first of all, I don't know how the hell Chase. Four wide off of two? Off of four. I'm, I'm sorry, off of three. Like that's still narrow. Oh yeah, no, it wasn't gonna work the by kink. any means. <laughs> Obviously, the kink, the kink was scary one wide. <laughs> yeah, so. no. So, uh, first of all, I have no idea how Chase did not destroy his car. I don't know if yeah. you watch it. He's completely Dude, locked to lock sideways. That save, was he ridiculous. was unbelievable save. But then, uh, so yeah, I mean, Corey. I mean, it was narrow. Corey, I don't think maliciously ran him off the racetrack, but he did not give Chase any room whatsoever. Knocked him off the track, and then Chase lost. I don't know four or five spots. And the next restart, as soon as he got to Corey, he hooked him off the kink. And, and I was surprised Corey's car wasn't tore up more than it was. But I thought he was done. But, yeah, I mean, the way he was heading towards that wall, I was I like, know. oh, that's the end of him. Yeah. But even Bubba said something. He's like, wow, okay, nine. You know, like. Yeah. But it is what it is. You know, I don't – I don't – he, he could have – Corey could have very easily ended Chase's day. So I'm not totally against, you know, hey, you, you could have – I mean, I've at, up to that point, Chase had been dominating the race. And and now you you, you almost got ruined just coming through traffic. So – I don't, I'm not totally against maybe a little retaliation there. I'll just go spot on for the what? save. but And spot on for the excitement, man. You get back there, you. Corey's racing hard, Chase is racing hard. Um, three, four wide off of turn three is not going to work for very long. Um, exciting, man. I, I like to see good racing and he- heck of a save by Chase. Uh, retaliation, maybe. I mean, it's exciting for the sport. I'm uh, spot on. I saw, you know, we caught Corey earlier in the race, and man, he raced raced us really hard, and and I couldn't remember who was spotting for him at the time. And later in the race, I realized it. And I, had I not, had I remembered it then, I would have went down there and said, "Hey, dude, um, like Corey races people at the wrong time, and and he was holding up AJ Allmendinger, who clearly is going to pass you. Who it doesn't put on who is spot right, for Jeff, Jeff Doucette. Doucette. And so I was like, Jeff, you need to. Here's what I'm thinking. You need to tell your driver let. A.J. Amendinger, go. Follow him and see what you can learn. It's lap 20. We don't need to be racing this guy because if we keep racing him, he's going to send us, right? Well, and that takes a lot of pressure off the driver when the spotter does that. I mean, with Clint, man, he'd be on somebody's door, on somebody's door. I'm like, Clint, let him go, man. We're, we're killing ourselves here. See what you can learn behind him, right? So uh, I think Corey has to show a lot of maturity this year. I think it's a big year for him to be able to do that in the car that he's in with better equipment. Uh, but he needs smart people around him to help him be able to use his head. It's unfortunate that he sent Chase and Chase came back and sent him. Uh, I mean, that's almost a David versus Goliath story, and, and, and Goliath prevailed. Spot off. But is that something you want to start with somebody like Corey, though? I mean, he probably won't see Corey again until he's lapping him. I mean, I, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, there's not much maybes about that. But Spot on, spot off. A.J. Allmendinger and Austin Sendrick wreck coming to the Stage 1 finish in Saturday's Xfinity Series race. TJ. Uh, I was on an airplane when this happened, and I landed. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what happened here? But. I mean, end of this first stage, I mean, race win, maybe, but to me, just um, spot off for, 
I was really looking forward to watching the end of the Xfinity race, hoping, you know, Austin and AJ are two of the best road racers out there. And they put on a great show every time they're every time they're racing each other. It's been a great, you know, it's it's just fun to watch. Two guys that really know what they're doing. And you can respect what they're good at because they're, I mean, you just got to respect how good they are at it. And to see them both get kind of tore up, you know, and at the end of the first stage, uh, spot off. This was this was my candidate to spot off for sure. Uh, this is my candidate for an award we've got coming up later. And I think he even said it during the race. Like, what an idiot. Like, you know going into this race that it's more than likely going to come down to Austin Sendrick versus A.J. Allmendinger. Last year, every road course race was Austin Sendrick, A.J. Allmendinger, and Chase Briscoe. So you know without Chase Briscoe there, it's, you're, you're almost watching a two-car race, and it's, that's how the first stage played out. And I think that without the block, A.J.'s going to win the stage. Like, if he just stays top and keeps his momentum going, he's going to beat Austin to the line. If not, it's going to be close, but... You're, now you're throwing your entire race away to try. I think he just got aggravated. Like they had a little bit of contact off a of, off the chicane, and I think AJ just had his mind made up. I'm going to squeeze this kid down, and 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 Austin stayed in it and, and turned him. And I don't blame Austin for doing that. But you know, I just thought it was a, a foolish move by a veteran guy that's going to be in position to win a lot of these races that that threw his whole race away at the end of the first stage. It's a pissing match gone incredibly bad, right? And and it was a pissing match between both guys. Obviously, Austin didn't get inside inside of him. It was clear AJ was going to be aggressive and try to block slash slow him down. When they touched, you could tell that made AJ mad, and he went to hit him again, and Austin didn't give an inch, and they wrecked each other. And it was unfortunate because it was the best two cars. But, like, if you're NASCAR and you're sitting there, it's like, heh. This is why we do stage racing. Look at this show we just put on the end stage one. Unfortunately for Nutrinac Solutions, who was riding on board with AJ's in-car camera, it put it put that uh, that promo uh, to an end. But, man, um, if you're a fan, spot on. That I, was exciting. I, I was watching was at home, exciting. and I was like, gosh, that was You can't was really crazy. say Austin. Austin kept going lower and lower and lower to try to avoid the – I inevitable it was the end of the race. I think no he lie. got to a certain point where he got as low as he felt like he was going, and that was like he's not. Well, yeah, but I mean, on. you see what that I, grass I, I, will do to you. I, no, I, I'm 100 percent think Austin. I'm not was getting in the close right. to it. <laughs> I would have hooked him if he kept coming down like that. I'm turning him. But and, and look, Twitter was 50 50 on this. Like I was watching the, the the dialogue right, and people were like, Austin should have been smarter once he saw AJ was going to be that aggressive. He should have let him have it. And then people were like, AJ's an idiot. He was trying to block him, and I'm like. If this was to end stage one. This goes to show how important them ten points are. Nobody how should let anybody have that anything. Stage point is you shouldn't wreck each other. But no, you want to see these two guys race. That's what I want to see. I want to see AJ and and Austin race. And that's what uh, if the stage wasn't coming to an end. Yeah, they probably they would have gave and took that. So NASCAR yeah. looks like a genius in this situation. I couldn't yeah, believe sure. I was going back through my timeline and stuff, and and the amount of people that were like complaining about stage racing because of that like oh now because of the stage racing we just lost the best cars it's not nascar the stage is making stuff exciting like it's not nascar's fault these two yeah. guys wiped each other out like it, it is what it is but yeah i mean i i thought it was an exciting end of the stage and you know aj is spending way too much time with brett because he literally said what an idiot and no, I, that was cinder wasn't it no that was i don't know who it was i didn't hear i don't it. know I thought it was AJ. Either oh. way, it was. I thought it was you at first. I was like, "Is Fritz? What an idiot!" You want to talk about idiots? My phone blew up when this happened. Everybody's like, I, "What? What were you guys thinking? What were you doing?" Because everybody thinks I'm still spotting I AJ. I, guess. I was like, "What the hell is everybody?" I was with me somebody. For? I was with somebody that was texting you. We were waiting for a response, and then they were like, "Oh wait, he's not even spotting that car. We're wasting our time here." <laughs> Ty Gibbs makes a pass through the grass on the restart and wins his first Xfinity Series race 
in his first start. Spot on, spot off, Brett. Ty's going to be on the show here in a little bit, and man, I got to eat a little crow. I, I didn't think this kid was ready to just jump in Xfinity and be competitive. I thought he was going to get in one of the better cars and be okay, right? But holy cow, was I wrong. Spot on for an unbelievable effort. It was obvious once uh, those other two guys took themselves out that he was going to be a contender and be one of the better cars. And, and it was amazing to see Cindric come back up there. It was right front off. But spot on for what this kid did. Spot on for the show he put on. I mean, the guy went off-roading like three or four times and, and still came back and – Somehow another won the race, so, man, that was awesome. Spot off. We were leading, Brett. I mean, come on. You screwed that up. <laughs> um, I could not believe, and I think he owes – me and Herm were talking about this on Sunday. Ty owes some kind of bonus to Chase Purdy because the night before Chase Purdy went through that same spot and blew some of the grass out of the way. So when he went through there, like and they were talking about our angle in the turn one, you're driving directly away from us into turn one. And he, I see, we're leading, so I see him three wide to second row and go through the grass, and I'm like, oh, he just blew the nose off his car. I'm like, we ain't going to worry about the 54 no more. And he comes off a of turn two, and he's right up our ass. I'm like, how the hell has that thing still got a nose on it? Like, it, a bomb went off in turn one. Um, but, I mean, hey, like you said, you know, I had some questions about maybe Ty's maturity, just going off some interviews, and I'm going to talk to him about it a little bit here in a couple minutes. But, I mean, he went out there and drove his ass off. Chase Purdy, the country music singer? He's no, no, a driver. No, 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 no. Who the hell's <laughs> What? Well, no, uh, I know who you're talking about, but it's not Chase Purdy. <laughs> what the hell's that guy's name? Oh, I thought he had Party. A... Is it John Party? John, John Party. <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> real close, Brett. Real close. <laughs> TJ, what do you think? I mean, spot on. Kid's been competitive in everything he's been in so far, and he's going to be competitive, obviously. The further he goes up the ladder, I'm already trying to figure out what cup car he's getting in. So, <laughs> I mean, great, great drive by um, Ty there, man. And uh, I tried to get to him in I racing the other night, sent him in there in one of these street stock races we were running. But, you know, Ty's competitive in everything he's been in. He shows he's not afraid to go for it. Like, every race he's been in, it has a shot. Phoenix race last year, end of the race, uh, the Arca race, right? Did you spot that race? Yep. He almost got to David Gillen in the last corner, and he's going to go for it. And, I I mean, I like the aggressiveness, man. And, uh, you know, great. It's always fun seeing first-time winners like that on the big stage, man. And, you know, just spot on for Ty. I'll tell you one thing that I, I couldn't believe. I, uh, a buddy of mine, Scott Tapley, he's, he knows everything. General statistician. He posted something yesterday. So Ty Dillon gets out, he's leading by – and you talk about being aggressive. Like, you've got to be aggressive at that point because you've got to beat the 22 to the lead. Like, and you don't know what's – if the 22 gets out there first, you might not get him. So, you know, that's why you got to be that aggressive on that restart. you got to get there first, get out front, and control the race. But then – so now he's leading by, I would say, maybe a second and a half or so, taking the white flag. If you're a what? How old is Ty? Seventeen, eighteen, 18 years, old. years old. If uh, you're is an 18, he eighteen yet, if I don't even know, he's if he's not that, old he enough don't to look run. Like he's, 18. he's not old enough to run the mile and a half. Isn't that eighteen? So I think he's eighteen. I, don't yeah, he, I think he's eighteen. Either I'll way, I tell you tomorrow's Easter. Go die eggs. <laughs> nah, I'm not there. Not <laughs> unless it's four thirty in the morning. <laughs> if either one of you guys are eighteen year old kid, first Xfinity start, and you got a second and a half lead, what are you doing on this last lap to to make sure you win the race? Chilling, taking it easy. Ten percent. Ty Gibbs run the fastest lap of the race on the last lap of the race. That's like impressive. The fastest lap of not only his race, everybody's race. That's impressive. On the last lap of the race. Very so, impressive. I mean, he, he, he drove the shit out of it, and he deserves every yeah, bit man. of credit he got. All right. Hard to take anything away. I mean, it made it exciting. 
He made daring moves and won the race. Let me know when you finish Googling his age, what it was. He's 18. I'm looking at him. He is 18? <laughs> yeah. Told you. When's his birthday? Did you hit him with, the, did you hit him with the Easter? I wasn't paying attention. Nope. <laughs> Drop the Easter egg. Okay. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Of course he did. If I tell you tomorrow's Christmas, clean your chimney out. <laughs> <laughs> Brett Moffitt gets into former teammate Zane Smith, wrecking him in Friday's truck race after Moffitt's comments about GMS racing. Uh, Jason, you want to read them? So in an interview, I believe last week or the week before, Brett Moffat said that didn't end well about talking about his time at GMS, and I'm still fired up about it. So I want to go kick their ass every week. I like Sheldon Creed. He's my buddy. But as far as the rest of them, I don't really have any care in the world for it. Spot on, spot off, Freddie. Spot on, because he was not lying. And I give credit, because we talk about on here a lot where guys say stuff and don't do it. Uh, he, I think he wrecked every GMS. You talk about Zane Smith, but I'm pretty sure he got every one of them except for Sheldon Creed the other night. Wow. I know he got, I know he got Ankrum. Uh, I know he got well, Zane. Ankrum got himself about four times. Yeah, but I, so. but but Brett got him one time. And hey, you know what it is, what it is. If that's if that's how you want to race now, but the problem is, you better expect to get it back. You know, if you want to race like this, you want to talk about it. Uh, it's going to come back to you, and you're severely outnumbered because I think there's like five of them and one of you. So. Uh, just be ready for it to come back. But hey, I, I give Brett, Brett I, I like Brett a lot. I've talked about me too. What a great first name! <laughs> it's, it's the only Brett I like. Uh, but you know, I give him a lot of credit. I think he's a hell of a race car driver, and I wish he'd get in some better situations. But I mean, he, he what is he's wrong? A man of his word. What is wrong? Like why he's a uh, every year he's a championship contending driver, and he keeps getting bounced around. Just I don't. I would say lack of funding. If, if I had to guess, but I mean. If you're a truck series owner and you want to run for a championship, I mean, like, do you I, want a million dollars or you want to run for a championship? What's I mean, the way Marcus Lemonis or whatever his name is throwing stuff out there, I want to run for a championship. I mean, he's giving away all sorts of bonuses and stuff now, so I don't know. I, 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 just, I just think it's funny that you can have a championship guy and you got some big enough truck teams that you think you'd put him in one of their trucks and let him run for a championship. And then use the paying kids for the other ones. You know, if you own a tr- if you own a race team, you're obviously good with losing money. And th- you know what I mean? Like you've got enough to throw away. I think he's starting a war, and he won a battle. And I don't think he wins a war. I, I, and I'm talking about long term in his career. Like you're pissing off. No, oh, dude, have you seen his a stash? lot of drivers? You're he's pissing got a hell off a mustache. You're pissing off a lot of drivers. You're pissing off an entire organization. I mean, wow, the numbers here aren't in your favor, dude. Like, whoo. I wouldn't do that. I I'm think, not mad at him. I, I think it's great. Like, it's entertaining. And it's quotes fun. But, I mean, wow. Yeah. It's exciting. Spot on for making it a exciting event. Spot on, spot off. Clint Boyer says Brett probably needs an $8 belt because he had too many $8 beers on the broadcast. Brett's Brett, been thinking about this for a while. Just let, go. Just let Brett take this You shouldn't one all have put way. this on the show sheet, Jason. You should have just Brett can up. have my time no, for I, this I'm, one. Look, I'm going to guess <laughs> I've done over 600 cup races, right? And it may be 1,000. It may be 500. I don't know the number. I'm going to guess I've done over 600. So I have rarely flown in on race day because we used to do four-day weekends, right? So last year was the first time I ever did race day. So I'm not used to having to get up at the crack of crazy to get to the racetrack, right? I'm used to getting, if it's a 3.30 start, right, I'm going to sleep in until 9. I'm going to get some breakfast. I'm going to lay in bed at 11.30, get to the racetrack, whatever. Freddie right? says you need eight hours no matter yeah, what. Yeah, right. Eight hours sleep, he's right. He's 100% right. Night before race, I'm going to get eight hours. So I'm counting down my eight hours at home. And I'm like, all right, I got to go to bed at this time. I got to get up at 6.30. I'm going to have all my clothes laid out. Well, in the midst of that organization, I forgot my belt. <laughs> so I'm in my car, and my underwear flipped down. 
over my belly. I had a muffin top going to the airport, and I'm like, well, damn, that don't normally happen. I so I reached visual. down to fix my underwear flip, and I'm like, I didn't put on a belt. So now I'm like, man. So I parked at the airport. Damn it, Claudia. And I was bored, and I started just tweeting. I forgot my belt. Well, then I get to, to the race to, to Daytona, and I go eat breakfast, and I leave breakfast and go to the oyster pub and eat oysters, and then I leave the oyster pub and I go to Dollar General, and I was like, man, I pray they got a belt in here. So Chris Rice calls me. Hey, what's up, man? I was like, I'm in Dollar General. I'm trying to find me a belt, and I just I just hit a home run, man. I got one for $8.50. So that's where the belt story came from. And so during the race, Chris brought it up, and then Clint chimes in, you know, that he's, he's insinuating I need a bigger belt because I'm drinking too many beers. But, I mean, I'm not saying he's wrong. Which I don't get because if you drank too many beers, you would be bigger and your pants would be tighter. You wouldn't need a belt. But I have never – I'm almost to the suspender stage. I have never <laughs> – I have never seen Brett drink an $8 beer. I've seen him drink like four $2 beers often. But, I mean, I don't know. Where do we even get an $8? Vegas? Vegas? Vegas, Vegas probably. Well, i got to go back and check them receipts. That we but I drink Smithworks vodka when I'm in Vegas. I don't drink Shh. beer. The hell is – I mean, I love Smithworks vodka, but it doesn't love me back for some reason. So, anyway, uh, spot on for Clint. I mean, look, Clint's job is to tell a story, and obviously the broadcast elected to include our channel to commentary in the broadcast and – uh May as well have fun with it. Maybe I'll tweet that picture out that he sent me and Freddie over the weekend. A <laughs> little, little, little redemption. Chris, and the best part about it is Chris, I'm just really happy for Chris because Chris talks on Channel 2 all day just hoping to get on television, and he finally did. Mission <laughs> accomplished. <laughs> so mission accomplished. Um, he got but, on TV plenty when he was talking to AJ after that wreck. <laughs> it's not your fault. You'll see. I don't know what. Did you play it in reverse or something? I <laughs> I mean, I, I got to give Clint some credit, too, because they did some funny stuff this week. That that deal with them guys wrecking the rental cars was hysterical. I went back and watched that last night. His segment, uh, what's he got now uh, before the race, uh, put it out. I see a lot of people talking about that where he, he's calling people out for being idiots and stuff. So so kudos to Clint for tr- trying to turn this stuff around and, and make it a little more fun. But It looks uh, like the broadcast is pretty fun. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, like it's hard not to be fun around the that clips idiot. that the clips that they post on Twitter and and stuff when they're commentating like oh he's always gonna get like they're kind of like it's funny because they're like on edge too you know they're and they're kind of it seems like not that they're nervous but they know something's getting ready to happen and they can call it and kind of see it before and like oh this guy's definitely gonna die oh here he goes and it's kind of yeah it seems like it's pretty working pretty like, well yeah. Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans in Reaction Theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Time for my favorite part of the show, Reaction Theater. All right, who's up? Hey, TJ, how you like that? 
I bet the best thing happened to old Ben Rhodes was you leaving him. You suck. <laughs> Hard to argue. Next. Well, I won Darlington <laughs> with Ben Rhodes last year. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, next up. Data tells me that Bubba still sucks. Freddie, you can't see shit. 2311 is still a joke. And Joey Logano and Ryan Blaney are the best. Holla. <laughs> 2311 is he's still a joke two weeks later. You the man. <laughs> We've been in existence for two weeks. We're still a joke. <laughs> JP, call back next week. <laughs> That's the first time ever anyone said something good about Joey. I know. Call I back know. next week. Yeah. All right. Call number go. three. TJ's spotting, but Joey don't hear. Here comes C Bell. He's door bumper. Clear that guy. That's pretty good. Bell, it's like he was ad, ad- libbing it. Yeah. Man, I'm glad I was home alone. Pretty sure the neighbor thought someone was dying. <laughs> Woo! That was a good one. <laughs> Next one is from Brandon. You gotta love TJ Majors and Joey Slogano finding a second straight weekend to lose a race. Don't worry, TJ. It's never your fault. I knew we weren't going to win. That he guy's must, a genius. He must listen off. That guy's a genius. We Brandon, were, is he needs to be a commentator. We were first on the last lap. I knew we weren't going to win, though. Oh, Freddie, you're not going to like this next one for hey, Taylor. Hey, what the? <laughs> that freaking 11 car is a crap driver. There's a reason you don't have a freaking championship. Can't keep it straight without wrecking somebody. Dump the freaking 9 car. Don't get me started on that 2 car. Freaking good Lord. Get the heck out of the way. Freaking blocking like we're at the... 500 road course. At least he was polite and didn't curse much. Shut up, Taylor. Taylor, we're blocking your number. You don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Next one. Brett didn't want any cussing here on Reaction Theater. Well, you too. How about you show up for the show every so often, eh? Perfect attendance down the toilet. Damn, TJ and Freddie. Brett got more airtime than you guys did. Kind of glad we're not on that road course again. I don't think we need to be racing on that in the future, but what do I know? I'm from Canada. My opinion's null. Oh, favorite Nikki, one. Nikki's a PA. Good job, A. <laughs> I knew you were from Canada when he said A in the middle there. Last one. Hey, y'all. Hope you have a good day today. Oh, I like mm. that one. What did he say? Hey, y'all. Hope you have a good day today. What the hell's wrong Landon. with that guy? <laughs> What's his Landon. problem? Uh, apparently, hey. Landon, do not ever call back with that much positivity on this part of the show. <laughs> You can call back with as much positivity as you can, and we yeah. need it with him We're on never, the show. Maybe that was Landon Castle. That might have been Landon. It's Lendon, not Landon. Oh. Lendon. Maybe Sorry. he changed his name. Can't maybe it was either. Landon, but he changed it to Landon. Maybe Landon's real So we wouldn't know. Oh, boy. Well, was, these were good. That was good. To leave an audio message 24-7, go to anchor.fm backslash clear and click the message icon. We'll be sure to play the best ones each week on the show. Yeah, any uh, mostly we like positive Logano messages. So anything about Brett is great. Yeah, too. so if, if we like positive, so the three Logano fans that are out there, if you could call in more often, yeah, three every week, that'd be great. Give Jason something. Except whoever uh, talk anything negative about Denny, you're not allowed to yeah, call back. Yeah, we're blocking his number. Yep, clearly. Ty Gibbs is in the house. Ty, what took you so long to win? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was like it was like fifty uh, something laps. I mean, you just go out your very first race and just wear everybody out. I don't see. I wasn't. That was the one I really would never expect at all. I going into, it, I was like, like 
man, maybe you can run top seven and that would be a good day. Like I'd be happy. And then we uh, came in on our first stop. We came in a little early and then that put us out late. And after Cindric and uh, AJ have got into it, they were kind of, Cindric was pretty far deep in the field. So that put me, Harrison and uh, Daniel Hemrick way up there. And so I was in like third, I was like, all right, like it's having a good day right now. And, um, and then as the race went on, I, I guess we, as the night went on, we were a little bit faster than the other guys. And, and um, I think the big key was, that, um, was not getting tight. Like when, it, when it got darker the track got really gripped up and we got really tight. Like my car started too. And that's where I lost a little bit of time. Um, and I think that's where we beat our teammates at. So it was, well, Freddie said you ran your fastest lap on your last lap. I mean, couldn't have gotten too bad there. What, I mean, what, what's the thought process yeah. there? Because every other kid that I would imagine in your position, like I got a second half lead. I'm going in here. I'm just going to make sure I don't screw this up. And you go out and run the fastest lap of the race on the last lap. Just take us through that lap. I mean, God. Gosh. The, so the biggest part of the last lap was the chicane on the backstretch. That's where I was the slowest at the whole track. Cause I, I was just under driving it. Like I wouldn't, I, I got decently close, but there's still like two car lengths I could have gained in the braking zones. And, um, that last corner, I remember going to the chicane in the back stretch. I probably had 10, 15 car lengths on them. And I was just like talking to myself. I'm like, if just don't mess this up, you got the last one. But if you mess this one up, you were screwed. But I was telling myself the whole time, I'm, I remember I was just like, please don't mess it up and going in there. And, um, somehow it, she stuck. God took the wheel. <laughs> you, uh, you made it through the grass, I think better than any of the cup guys did too. So, uh pretty impressed i was lucky on that um i so i came in there with a full head of steam as you guys saw um and then, <laughs> i've been there done that uh, <laughs> yeah. and uh i don't think um brandon was not expecting that at all because i don't think i would never have expected that um and so he kind of came down to fill the hole and i had nowhere to go at that point so i just i i had so much speed i would have locked up and direct uh him and the leader and so i just was like Let's go through the grass. And and luckily at that part it was really sandy from the night before. I think a couple of the truck guys hit the the sand barrier deal. So it was really sandy right there. And luckily it just kind of graced through yeah, it. I heard Chase Purdy says you owe him some money because he cleared that spot out for you the night before. Yeah, I know. I didn't get I didn't get Chase <laughs> but, but um, what what were you thinking about like when like four thousand pounds of dirt went up over your nose? Did it look did it, did it look as spectacular in the car as it looked to us? It it was so quick. I remember it was like I got like I got shot by sand. It was just like, boom. And it was gone. I, I didn't know really, it was so fast, but, um, I was, I know right going into the grass, I was, I've wheel hopped and stuff in road course cars and like gone in the grass and stuff. So I know how that feeling is like, you're like, Oh gosh. So going after I hit the grass, I was like, Ooh, we might be done here. And then luckily it <laughs> kind of moved around a little bit and, then it, and it stuck. So I was, I was so lucky at that point. I, I feel like, man, so many guys win big races, and Ty, they, they have to say it really hasn't sunk in yet, right? I watched you climb out of this car with a ton of emotion, man. And and I I usually give guys crap for crying, man. I want to say, man, you almost made me start crying. It was so emotional. <laughs> I, I thought that was awesome. But I also see a lot of guys like yourself kind of get crap on Twitter about having a silver spoon, right? Now that it's sunk in, now that you've been through the emotion, it, are you almost like – to, to everybody, hey, kiss my ass, I can drive. Like, is that kind of where your headset's at? Because I've talked to Heath Cherry <laughs> a lot about you, and, and Heath and I talk about your swag and how you're you're a pretty mouthy guy, like, and I love it, man. Like, is this kind of your you. kiss, kiss my ass moment? 
Um, I don't really like there's I've never in my life got this much positive attention before. So it's a lot for me to take in the last couple of days. Like I've never got this much attention on social media. So like it was like so much and that could like in the last 40, 24 hours. I don't know. I'm, so it really hasn't set into me yet, honestly, like coming driving up to site. I go to the shop every day. It's kind of just where I go and do my school and I hang out and just pop them sometimes and on the cars. And so just kind of driving up, I was like, man, I want a first Xfinity race. Like not a lot of people have done that. So that was really cool to kind of have that feeling. And, you know, and, and the one thing I, I tell like a lot, everybody that asked me about the haters deal and the silver spoon deal is, is like, like if you find something in your life that you love, you're, you're, you're not going to worry about what people think and, and what they're not going to drag you down at that point because you love it so much that it's your passion that you're just going to keep working at it and, and keep moving forward. So it was definitely nice to win it. Cause going in, like people are like, you, you've got no truck, you've got no truck starts. Like you, you're going to like a blindfolded. Um, and, so I went in there and won it, which is I, I can't even believe that till this point. And I'm so thankful for that. But, um, you know, it was it was definitely a cool moment to kind of prove a lot of people wrong. But at the same time, and at the same time, I was kind of more happy just for my team and, and everybody. It's kind of helped me. And and uh, I just it's just so much. It's so overwhelming. There's so much so much stuff going on. I can't even I can't believe it. What's the first thing your dad Coy said to you? It we first thing it was it, it was like two words. That was our phone call until I saw him yesterday morning, and it was, "Congrats, bud." That was it. But he's like a he's you know he's a big big tough and strict guy, so I think <laughs> that was a lot a lot for him, which is good. Um, and uh, he's he was he was excited too, and um, you know everybody was it was uh, everybody was so everybody was so stoked. I wouldn't say this to his face, but but you can already drive better than he could, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's impressive, man, especially at a road course to come out there and, uh, you know, things lined up right where the two lead guys got into it. And you um, that was early, too, so you had to put together a whole second half of the race and and win. But, like, uh, so what's your next start? Uh, my next start is in a couple weeks in Phoenix. Um, that's that's going to be my next Xfinity start that I know of now. I don't really know what I'm doing after yet, but I know we're going to have a lot of stuff going on. Um, but the Phoenix will be our next one. And, I feel like I've got some good experience here in the last couple of years. I've, I've blown two races away, so I've, I've got to earn it again this year. And um, uh, it's a, I love Phoenix, too. It's a great track. And going out west I've is got one more nice. question for you. Um, yeah. You know, being involved with football and stuff like that, did, did you ever want to play football or be – like you got – is it your cousin – is your cousin a quarterback? Both of my cousins. So my cousin just App stopped. State, he maybe, just, right? Yeah, so he just stopped. Yeah, the older one, his – I've got four cousins, Jackson, Jason, Miller, Jason, and Jackson Miller. Um, they play there, and Jackson just actually finished playing. He's kind of moving on, and I think he's gonna do some stuff for the shop and kind of just kind of see yeah. where he wants to see what he wants to do. And, nice. and my cousin Miller, he plays. Uh, he's a tight end for App State, so oh, nice. he's he's a big. He's like six five, and and Jackson five, went. He went to like UCLA maybe first, right? And then to yeah, App State. Jackson, yeah. That's yeah, that's pretty big though. Yeah. So, wow. Well, yeah, I'm sure he had that was that would be cool. I mean, you look you, you're guy. built like a football player, kind of like me. Clearly. So, um, yeah, yeah, just like TJ. <laughs> <laughs> and you mentioned you're you're in school too, so you obviously are at the shop a lot. You are clearly working yeah. on racing, and and you're also taking classes. So imagine your schedule is pretty busy these days. It's yeah, it gets to a point where it's it's a it's good amount for me, and uh, you know it's it's still it's a part of it, you know, like. When you do, when you sign up for a race, and I'm, I'm sure you, all you guys know, it's like you just gotta 
put your head down and you got to pay the price to win. So it's, it's definitely a lot. I'm working on graduating high school this year, which will be nice. And um, probably going to set aside school for a little bit and go racing after we do that. <laughs> hey, you make me feel like a real winner my senior year in high school because I, I wasn't doing what you're doing, man. So I, I got to tell you, Freddie and I, behind closed doors during the off season, said that you were screwing up with your career, that you needed to be full-time in a truck before you jumped into these Xfinity cars. So thanks for proving both of us wrong. First time that's ever happened, by the way. I, mean, um, I, I said he was going to oh, win yeah. at Daytona. I, I don't know what you guys did. I knew he was going to win. So so what is <laughs> that you. transition like in your head going from where you went? Because you're racing against a lot of experienced guys, and that essentially was what I tweeted after the race is, props to Ty Gibbs. You beat guys with, I mean, Allgaier, Amendinger, Sendrick. I mean, you beat a lot of freaking guys right there. Like, What Thank was you. your head like going into that? You know – like I like I just didn't know what to expect. Like I never like the Xfinity car. I never even turned it on. Like I never started the car up till we were. And I was strapped in racing, so it was like I didn't know how the motor sound. I didn't know how the power was. <laughs> That's awesome. So like going out there, I was I was like, man, this thing's got like this is nice. Like I got some power finally, and um, feeling the car like how the platform is compared to the Arca car. Like I I, I love the Xfinity cars. They're, they were like by far to that to this day that was the most fun race I've ever been a part of. Just because. The extending series, like how how the cars are and how those guys race, it, it just brings the best out of brings the best out of me. And um, you know, it was the cars are so different. I think they're so much fun to drive. They're they're a pain, and um, they're just it feels like a race car again. How do you um, with Phoenix coming up? You know, and you're how do you plan on racing some of these guys? You seem to me like to me you're you're aggressive. Um, you know, how, like when you get to Phoenix, what's going to be your mindset racing with those guys on an oval for the first time? Yeah, um, same deal. Like, I don't really know what to expect. I'm just definitely going to I'm gonna kind of study it and watch a lot of video and film and just try to get as much experience as I can before I go there and race. But, um, you know, these guys race hard and it's fun. And uh, I just got to make sure I don't, don't wreck. And I got to get used to the air. That's the one thing, like in the Daytona Road Course, you could – I never felt the dirty air yet in the Xfinity car because you can't really lost you. I kind of got side drift on the on NASCAR banking, which got me a little bit free. But the cars are kind of trimmed out there, so you're kind of hanging on for dear life. You'll um, you'll, you'll fear it. You'll feel it at Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah. I got the spirits there in the Arca car, which the dirty air there is pretty gnarly because you're roll, you're going so fast to center of the corner because of all our downforce and no power. So it's we'll see. I don't really know what to expect, but it's, sure. it'll be fun. You know, so obviously we're a bunch of spotters here talking a bunch of trash about everybody. But talk about everything. Talk about your spotter for a minute, because I know you've been with Hal pretty much since you went to K and N Arca, right? I mean, it's a really good story. Hal Martin, former driver, really good guy, raging Cajun, can't understand half the stuff he's saying when he when he starts running off at the mouth. Yeah, but uh, but Hal's a great guy. And just talk about working with him over the last couple of years. And now, now, not a lot of times you don't see this where a guy works with a guy in Arca and K and N, and then when they make the next step, they go and give you a cup spotter or something. But now you're bringing Hal with you. Hal spotted Saturday. When is his first Xfinity race? Just talk about your relationship with him. Yeah, you know, Hal is, uh, he's a great dude. And I was lucky to meet him before my first Canon start. So I've never drove, don't, I never have had a different spotter for like the last three years now, since 2019 or four or two. I don't even know, but <laughs> I haven't had a different spotter since then. And, um, you know, he's been a great help for me. He's like a, I feel like you guys notice, like with your driver, you have a, a really good connection and he has a really good connection with me. Like we work really good together and he's almost like my therapist. Like when I'm up there, like he's keeping me calm, telling me I'm doing a good job and I'm 
like in the car. I'm, I'm about to freak out, and he's like, "Doing a good job, buddy." So go through the grass. Go through the grass. Go through the grass. Oh yeah, he's like, "Oh yep, you're good. All right, let's go." <laughs> One of those, spotter. But, <laughs> good job. Um, yeah, he's been. A, he's you know he's a good dude off the track too. He's he's he travels with me and and everywhere we go. So um, he's uh, he's been a really big help in my career and and kind of keeping me going forward. And I'm sure I'm I always bug him, so I'm trying to learn his accent, which is kind of hard you gotta start yee yeeing and stuff it's weird with him no, I, so much. <laughs> now you also i mean you have quite a good group of drivers on the jgr side too have who would you consider as a, a mentor as you come up through the series i can't really name one um teammate to be my mentor you know they've all helped me out in different ways and and on and off the track kind of just give me information or anything i ask and i i bug them a lot so sometimes we don't get any responses but um <laughs> They uh, they've helped me out a lot, and I've got great teammates on the Xfinity side, and they're they're really fun to be around. And we go and go train and go to the go kart track, and and um, you know they're 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 very they're good people to be around. Which one of those guys are you whispering in their ear? Hey, I'm gonna take your seat in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I can't. That's that I can't. That's the one thing I'll probably not say because uh, <laughs> I got I still got a race. So uh, we try no, to keep I, this I like, lighthearted and fun, man. And now that you skipped the truck series, you won your first race at Xfinity. Yeah. Like we're ready to put you in a cup car, man. I'd be like Denny, 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 your house for sale. All you up? gotta say on all, <laughs> hey, here's the deal on this show. All you have to say is Denny's great. Just to say Denny's great, and we can cover all the bases here. And on Brett this. sucks. That's Brett sucks. Pretty much Danny's great. Too. That's all we got to cover on here. I mean, really. I want to be Danny away from the track. I want the house, the jet, the nightclub. <laughs> the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> so we, yeah, we, he's, he's got it dialed in. We talked about you cool being stuff. emotional, obviously, you know, after the race the other day. And I've seen other sides of your emotion. And, and I just, you know, want to comment on yeah. don't, don't lose that. You know what I mean? Even though sometimes it seems like it might get you in the world. You know, that ARC interview – you know, I, I thought was maybe a little over the top, and there's been other ones in the past, but but still at the same time, like I talked to my guy about this, Bubba, a lot. He's super emotional. He's going to say what he thinks, and so, you know, maybe sometimes a lot of people aren't going to agree with that, but that's what people want. People want to see that side of you, and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't lose that emotion. <laughs> I want to see your emotion when Freddie misses the corner and I racing and takes you out. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably going to flip over in that rig he's got. <laughs> You're going to swing him out of that rig, Freddie. <laughs> hey, Ty, man, we appreciate your time. Big winner. Thanks for uh, for jumping on with us today. I know your media tour today has got to be insane. Balancing that, balancing the classroom. Uh, great kid. We're pulling for you, man. Best of luck to you the rest of the season. Thank you. Thank you guys for letting me come on and talk. This is a this is really cool. I'll make sure to go and listen and hope everybody has a fun time listening to this. I'd have been more nervous about this show than that bus stop. For sure. <laughs> she came. <laughs> <laughs> well, congrats, man. Thanks for coming on. All right, man. Have a good one. Thank you, guys. Thanks for letting me come on. See you, Ty. Thanks, man. See I'll see you, you guys. Have a good rest of your day. You too. Offer pad question of the week. How is your living room set up? Describe what it looks like and what you have in it. I think we should just tweet out pictures of our living room when this show's yeah. over. That way everybody can see. Mine has a stone fireplace, a couch, a big ass clock. Uh, I just put a new TV in my living room. It's like a seventy-something inch man. I hung it right before Christmas because you I make couldn't. Way did too you much put money. it up or somebody I, come and hang it for somebody you? Somebody did. I promise yeah. you, I didn't physically hang it up i paid for a new television and somebody to put it up so uh i couldn't see and i told my tv guy this i said man 
When that 42-inch TV came out in Elliott's Motorhome, I was like, this is heaven. Amazing. I've yeah. never seen anything like this. Yeah. And, and here I am, and I feel bad about it. I'm taking down a 60-inch television because I can't see it good enough from my kitchen, right? So I'm putting up this <laughs> 70-something-inch TV. First word problem. So, so anyway, my, my, uh, my living room is, is kind of – it flows into my kitchen, right? And, and you know how it is. Like when is that Freddie where the comes over – That's where the casting couch is? We've only we've, – <laughs> no, that's the RPG room. <laughs> So Freddie, the only time we've ever used that room when Freddie came over is when John passed out for the chili bowl on my couch. Um, so, so man, I love my living room, and I hated it when I bought this house. I had to remodel. I had to knock a wall down to make it bigger. Like I, if, if you can't like your living room, you need to sell your house. Freddie's is mostly couch. So I've got all couch. <laughs> With your brother. It's where you and John With sleep. John's in there somewhere. Uh, no, so mine's. Basically the same. I mean, it's. Uh, I do have a rather large couch for my living room. Uh, I got a fireplace. My favorite part about his couch, though, is when they first got it, the first thing the dog did was jumped up on it and pissed, pissed all, all over. <laughs> and it was Doug's fault. <laughs> Doug Campbell's fault. My dog is super protective of my wife. So Doug, like Megan, I don't know if she was – I think she might have been hung over. You were there she that day. She was very hung over. Yeah, you were, yes. she, was, she might have been a little hung over. So she was like curled up in a ball on the couch praying, I think. She kept saying, oh, God, for some reason. <laughs> um, but uh, – Doug went over there like and started to shake her, and the dog went a pissed all over the couch. I mean, it's in my house like three weeks at this point. I was like, oh, so here's this thank couch takes God. up the whole living room. And the first next thing I say is, hey, can I get a chair? Thank God. I said, thank Jeez. God we got that uh, protection plan or whatever that stuff they wipe on there beads off like Rainex. But uh, yeah, it's so like couch, uh, little I don't know TV stand, whatever you want to call it, with with a six hundred inch TV on top of it. But yeah, Freddie's got that big old curved TV. He was actually the first guy I knew. He was living in an apartment that cost about $200 a month <laughs> in the slums. And, and I walk into his apartment, and I'm like, man, he's got a $40,000 TV in here. <laughs> Damn, Freddie. This is, back, this is back before the Jordan money. So I, don't, only I don't know if I've seen your new living room, have I? Yeah, we did that one. Were you quarter a show in my house at one time? Yeah, we, so that was your new house? Yeah. I mean, I've been to both. I can't remember. Yeah, my, just, it kind of opens into the kitchen a little bit, but just we got a um, – I told you – show or so ago that my wife bought a um what kind of couch that was i don't remember what you said crate and barrel or something. crate and barrel that's what it is yeah <clears throat> super nice couch and i had never really sat in my living room too much until uh she got this new couch and but since then i mean got a fireplace tv hung on the wall it's not a 70 inch i think it's a 65 maybe not curved so loser and then a little uh stand over there your in the racing monitors curved though well, yeah, you have three both are. Or, I got uh, two. Say got I got one. It's a newer one. It's like forty nine inches curved, and it kind of goes around to the sides way more. So, um, and then above that one, I got a thirty four inch curved one. Yeah, that's uh my racing setup. A day trading's doing well. He tried wrecking me in high <laughs> racing the other night. That's did he? Great. Yep. No, so. Tim Duggar tried to wreck <laughs> both of us. I'm he beside. Did, listen, he did try to get us in one me shot. Me and Freddie are side by side, and that's already scary. Casey, does your living room have a swing in it right now? <laughs> Um, it has <laughs> well, a not that type of swing. No, not that, not that type. Wow. <laughs> it has a jumper and a play mat. No Who? swing. Who spends most time in the no jumper? Swing you or yet. Chloe? She's not old enough. Oh, she's not. <laughs> okay. Uh-uh. No comment. <laughs> when are you gonna have your second one? Yeah. Okay, Chad. Chad said the same thing, and I was like, "Chad's ready." I'm clearly making it too easy on him. What do you mean, is... Chad's ready? What, you, what kind of question is that? Clearly, the show breeds babies. <laughs> so, Chad, do you, do you know how I this mean... works? <laughs> do you know how this works? 
Casey, are you pregnant? No. I've had three dreams that I am, though, and I wake up uh, terrified. Uh, oh. No, I'm not pregnant. Wait a minute. Three dreams you were pregnant or practicing? <laughs> pregnant. Oh, boy. Boy, we went Skips off the rails. That part. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Anyway, my living room's big, whatever. Normal. And mine's small. I'm trying to get Chad to uh, use offer pad and buy a new house. Let's go. We'll yeah, see. Chad. We'll make Step it happen. Up, Chad. Everyone tweet at Chad to sell his house. Christopher, we've been going to look at houses. <laughs> Fast lane. Our weekly segment where we expose the intelligence levels of our panel of spotters by having them compete in a speed trivia contest. Freddie, you are up. Before we get... I, you lied on your questionnaire, by the way, just so you know. Just what so I lie about? Who your celebrity crush is. Who did I say? I don't know, but I know it's Michael Jackson, and you, you screwed me you last said week. Megan yeah. Fox. And, and, no, I was I Megan saw Fox. that tweet. He was Fox. Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, maybe? Shania Twain. Oh, yeah, Shania It's awesome. Michael Jackson. I don't care what you... I yeah. said Shania Twain. It's Michael Jackson. Yeah. But oh, I said you You lied. You lied. It's clearly not. I definitely sober. agree with Freddie. It's definitely Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Man. All right, I'm ready. I think. How many points did Bubba Wallace earn on Sunday? Uh, not many. Twelve. How many laps did race winner <laughs> Christopher Bell lead? Nine. What actor does Brett think would play him in a movie? <laughs> this one's really? Denzel Washington. Uh, I would, <laughs> no. Brett probably thinks Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like you. Let's go. <laughs> what country borders Portugal? No. <laughs> I have no idea. Russia. Spain. <laughs> <laughs> he said it second. How many millions did the Louisiana Purchase cost? How many what? Millions? Millions. Two. All right, you got two out of six. Bubba had 11 points on Sunday, Are so you're one off. By one. You actually shouldn't have got that spam because you said something else first. I said I don't know, but then I, Freddy, I answered it. Freddie, millions? I don't, I don't know. You can't have two millions. <laughs> you can have two million. What? The question was millions. How many millions? You said well, two. Well, two is multiple. Two is multiple. Two That's million. Plural. I mean, the answer was 15 million, so. <laughs> you never say millions. <laughs> the answer is never millions. No matter yeah. what. It's 100 million. It's not 100 million. Whose bed have your boots been under? <laughs> One million dollars. <laughs> At no point do you ever say millions. I'm very experienced in millions, clearly, so that's why. Christopher Bell led five laps. Uh, wow, I asked you the more. Portugal-Spain question because our graphic designer is actually from Portugal. I say he's from Argentina last week, and I was very <laughs> Who's that? What's his I name? I thought he was from Pageland. I don't know his name. It's like Bonico's yeah. something. You oh, really? Say it if he's from Portugal. Yeah, from Portugal. And then Louisiana purchased $15 million. Speaking of Portugal, is that where that artist guy is from that's, that's supposed to we're make? Talking about. So does that yeah. mean we bought okay. Louisiana for $15 million? Yeah. Yes, that guy can kiss one because I saw his <laughs> I saw his cartoon. He can the block. Yeah, never <laughs> once was that said on the radio. No, there, I'm sure it was. He's never wrong. Yeah, whatever uh, his name. What's his name? We don't know his name. I've got so hot for laughing. There. We can't. Like, pro- we yeah. know it, but we can't I, pronounce yeah. it. Can, he, can you go to Anchor, whatever it is, Anchor FM dot slash door bumper clear, and tell us what your how do you pronounce your name? Yeah, here it is. Helpful. Oh, I just missed it. We need a swear jar. This is bad today. I'm sorry. I don't swear. Okay, they need to the, swear. Bone, this bone, side of the table. His name is Bone Coast Do Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> There's accent, no way that's right. Your accent is spot <laughs> Comics on. by Bruno. Look that up. Say it again, Freddie. Bo- but what would you say? That's bon- Bone Coast. Bonesco de Bruno. <laughs> what the? F- <laughs> are we reading the same? <laughs> Sorry, Jason. 
<laughs> Jason's gonna I'm spend like two days having to cut the show. We're just uh, trying to make his life miserable because he's got that Dale Jr. download he's got to do tomorrow. I know. True. Brett, ready? How do you like my French accent right there? <laughs> your French accent was that was that supposed to be French? That was French, believe it or not. Oh, I'm sounded, only good at one thing. Sounded French. just like Pedro. Hey, everybody, that's toast. Hey, <laughs> I'm gonna pass that. Freddie, what's the first word you oh, think of? What's the first I'm F word you think of? Freddie, what's the other? What's the second F word? <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> Why? I just Jason had to cut it out. We need a ceiling fan in here. Turn all these lights off. I'm hot. <laughs> you look like you got sunburned. Who's next? Brett. Uh, Brett. Oh, Brett. Oh, great. How many stage points did you get, Brett? Nope, not on there. Which track did AJ Allmendinger score his last cup top 10 before Sunday? Oh, dang. Homestead. <laughs> How many cautions did Sunday's race have? Seven. What actor does TJ think would play him in the movie? Ben Stiller. What was the first spaceship that successfully reached the moon called? The first spaceship had a name? Yes. Rocket. They all have names. How many legs does a lobster have? Twelve. <laughs> You're already lost. Over five. You? You're doing yeah. good. Almondinger's last top ten was at Talladega. Sunday's race had eight cautions. Is that Matt Damon? TJ said Jason Bourne would play him in a movie. Yeah. And Jason Bourne's not a person, but <laughs> well, that's fine. I, know, I read it wrong. <laughs> how does that? How the f- was I going to get that one right? Because I'm just like Matt Damon, man. I mean, who would pick Shania Twain? She's a person. Jason Bourne ain't even a person. <laughs> yes, he is. He's a don't character. Know uh, well, that's a fake character. It's too, Apollo it's really 11, by yeah, the way. The first spaceship, and then lobsters have 10 legs. Ah, that was close. He just eats them. It's fine. Dale Jr.'s wife is actually who taught me how to do a lobster tail. Like, I mean, obviously, I love lobster and I order it, but it's always come to me ready for me to eat it. And we were in Sonoma with a friend of ours, Sarah Bundy, and they brought out this lobster, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, uh, I don't. I got nothing. I don't know how to get in this thing. She's like, "Oh, watch this!" I was like, "All right, how'd teach me." So she's she's my lobster story. Mm. That was great. Yep, we had a lobster bog. Like when you're from the south, South Carolina, they do a shrimp bog, right? And they'll throw out it'll be shrimp and sausage and corn and potatoes, and it comes out as big pot, and you just have newspapers down over picnic tables. They did the same thing, but with lobsters. We had a. I shouldn't say we. Dell Jr. had a freezer full of cane crab and stuff from Wild Bill. Wow. At one point. It's pretty awesome. I mean, those things were like, I mean, it was like Freddy's thigh. Like that. <laughs> Maybe not that. Big. Those things that's are a expensive. Big, that's a big crab leg. <laughs> yeah. If you try to get them shipped to you, man, like it's not cheap. I've looked oh, at I'm it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Alaskan cane crab stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's get this over TJ? with. I get a bonus point this week because he screwed me last week out of that test tube one. Just answer fast like I did. Get it over with. Stop the bleeding. Which lap did Joey Logano take his first lead of Sunday's race? Uh, Real 52. quick. 52. How many lead changes were in Sunday's race? Eight. What actor does Freddie think would play him in the movie? Albert Brenneman, whoever plays that guy. <laughs> Who's that guy? Who, who is what's his name? Kevin, it's the guy in the crew. That Oh, Kevin James? Yeah. Oh, that'd be a good one. What was the first building in history to have more than 100 floors? Uh, Empire State Building. What is six to the third power? The power. I'll skip it. All right. Logano took the lead on lap 58 of Sunday's race. There were 12 lead changes. Freddie, I don't really know how to pronounce this guy's last name. You said Zach Galifianakis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
So that's Freddy's guy. And Such then six to the third power is 216. 216. They can't come up with that in your head. That's tough. What yeah. is it? 216. So I congratulations, Freddy. Yeah, I know it's six times six times six, right? Yeah, it's I can't. Six times six times six. six. Yeah, yeah, I can't do that in my head in that quick a time. I also like Use to point out that time. I pronounced his name right, but I still can't pronounce Bob's name right. So <laughs> um, I think I should Bob. get credit. What an idiot. Brett has an idea for a new segment, so I think he should introduce it to us. So what we're going to do is every week we're going to have a segment that's going to be fast called What an Idiot, and we're going to say who we think was an idiot this week. And I wanted to all weekend, because of after the truck race took 4 million minutes to run, I wanted it to be whoever decided to run the infield while we were under caution at the Oval. But I changed my mind during the cup race. It is the idiot who designed the number 15 cup car to look just like Martin Truex Jr. How what? slow... I'm like, here comes Martin Truex. Never mind, that's not Martin Truex Jr. What an idiot. <laughs> Why were you getting passed by the 15 cup car? Here he comes as in we're catching him, not like here he comes to pass. <laughs> okay. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, you want me to go? Yeah, sure. So I had two. I was going to go AJ, but I'm going to take it easy on AJ because my buddy. Uh, I am going to go with, for my what an idiot, I believe it was Carson Hosevar that junked his truck leaving pit road the other night. Like and then his teammate drove in the back of him while they were parked in the barrels. So I'll take wrecking off pit road for what idiot this week. TJ, um, God, there's so many of them at that road course. I mean, you <laughs> could you could take a a good shot at a lot of them here. But um, uh, that's actually I didn't know it was Carson, but I was gonna say the truck that plowed into the pit wall. I'll go with um, who who's the guy that hooked uh Brett? Was he the one that hooked Zane? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because that about T-boned someone else. It's not a very good one, but that probably wasn't a very smart move. Sorry, what, what an idiot. I'll tell you, and I don't, I can't call him an idiot because I don't know what else he was going to do in this situation. I don't but, even know the guy you said is an idiot. He's a truck driver. You wouldn't know him. You haven't done a truck race in 12 years. Super late model guy, too. Um, yeah, good, really good super late model driver. Yeah. But uh, You said his name well. Daniel though. Suarez. Did you see what happened to poor Daniel Suarez yesterday? I saw he tweeted he puked. In his helmet with, oh. fif- with 15 to go. Oh, that's I don't good. know what else you could have done in that situation, but I promise you, I probably would have found something else I could have done in that situation. Oh. I mean, oh. what do you do? That happened with uh, that happened with Mark McFarland at Junior Motorsports when he drove here. He wouldn't he had, when he was throwing up, he hit something. He turned the radio channel too, and we didn't know where he was. And uh, that race wiped. I remember last year, um, truck race that wiped a bunch of drivers out, like Majeski. But Jesse yeah. had to go to the hospital afterwards. Like that, I don't well, know. it was also like three hundred yeah, degrees. It was hot as hell that day. But I mean, the uh, yeah. So poor Suarez, poor who's ever got to clean that up yeah, in his I was car. Say. I mean, poor do you not guy. just keep throwing up and you smelling it in there? Ugh, I don't even want to talk. Where about Where does it, it even go? Yeah, it goes in your helmet, Casey. And <laughs> yes, I know. Most helmets now back. have like most helmets have like chin- so it's stuck a in sock. your helmet. Yeah, yeah uh. like you're. St- it's st- I don't know. If, does he wear a head sock? <laughs> I would assume so. I don't think he does. You think he gags in Spanish? What? What does that sound How like? Did, yeah, do your French accent, <laughs> Brett. Oh, my God. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it does. What gag? How do you, how do you gag in a, French? Hit yeah, me with a Spanish gag. Don't. Actually, that sounds awful. Don't hit me with a Spanish gag. Can somebody urban dictionary what that is? Because I'm, I'm asking a valid question. Well, I don't know. Can somebody uh, use anchor to do their <laughs> What does a Spanish gag sound like? Send us your best Spanish gag. <laughs> Take a big shot of. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm sweating. 
Do you think he threw up multiple times or just oh, once? Oh, I, I mean, there's no way. If I would have puked on myself, I would have had to continue to puke. Like, I mean, there's the, no way I would have puked one there's time. There's not a lot of sh- like. I, there's no, I know there's a long straight of it, but if you what if you're throwing up through the infield oh, section? Back stretch chicane. I need to go to the bus stop. From the show. Guys, this will be the last show for 2021. We appreciate y'all listening. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, offer pad. Hey, I'm, I'm just gonna beat get that a refund. out. That's what we I'm get. Do. Maybe Daniel will come on next week, and we can ask Daniel. <laughs> Then you want to come on? Oh, oh. Well, maybe he might puke on Let's ask call Bark Dawn and ask him. Maybe he keyed up when he was doing oh, it. Oh, man. <laughs> what, what, tell me there's another segment to get us off of this time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, DBC picks. We can talk about DBC picks. After the Daytona Road course, Freddie extends his lead to 2 0 Lucky devil. Yeah, he extends his lead uh, with his pick of Michael McDowell. I mean, Michael First McDowell, quarrel, you beach. were done. Michael McDowell beats Chase Elliott and Martin Truex. Get some. I, I. We are off to Homestead. <laughs> TJ, you're up first. Oh. Wow. Let's roll with Larson. That's who I was going to take. I know. That's why I took it. That's why I, think, I okay, took it on purpose. If somebody doesn't pick who I think is going to win, Chris y'all Bell. are idiots. No. Are you going to Chris Rebell it every week? No, I'm not, actually. Who do you think is going to win, Casey? I was going to say Tyler Reddick. You, Tyler no. Reddick does run well there. He does, yes. I'll give him that. Um, yeah. They showed a lot of speed last year to start the season, and they faded. And then the three car got a lot faster to end the season, so that makes me a <laughs> little hesitant. That. Uh, he I, won two Xfinity Series championships because of Homestead. Like I feel like that. He was, also knocked the fence down on both them races too. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's time for Kevin Harvick and the four car to step up. I'll take him. Truex will be stupid fast there. Ready? Who TJ pick? Larson boy. Truex is gonna be tough. Ah. Let's go. You're you're as slow as TJ. Tyler Reddick. This is uh, Freddie's lucked out. Yeah. In these first two Just races, lucky. Just like last year. I mean, you guys are in trouble this year because I didn't even spot you a three week head you start. Even, you know, no, we're in trouble because you're not picking by worth it. <laughs> you're still winning. That's it. That's it. Well, that's I picked the, a that's four the, road course. The, goes. the guy picked one the last four road courses. I had I had it one yesterday. No Truex just completely missed turn one. Are you kidding me? I had it won the whole first three quarters you of the had race. It, you had it lost a minute. You pitted when that rain caution. I don't know. I'm talking about. I had Chase Elliott. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. As soon as they, yeah. as soon as they pitted, had, it was over. I had it. I had it lost in the first turn, but somehow still beat your asses. <laughs> yeah. I, I had right. it lost. I. Where well, are we, where are we going? We're headed to Homestead. No, I'm talking about the shit. <laughs> Homestead. We're I know where the hell we're, we're going. We're next at week. the closing of the show. Here, here's the thing about Homestead. First of all, I'm not going. First Thank time God since 1999 yeah. that I don't have to pack a bag and go to a cup race. So I your am your poor wife. I am thrilled that I get to go watch where my girls going? dance. Where are they going? They're dancing at Concord. Oh, so that's um, fun. I can't wait. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, but it's perfect, right? It's 45 minutes from the house, but I got an early morning, so I might get a room. Because I don't like. Are you serious? Wait a minute. Forty-five minutes from the house. What Concord are you going to? New Hampshire. (laughs) It's forty-five minutes from my house to get to to NBC Suite. Where do you live? You're going to get a hotel room for Saturday night in Concord. Seriously? They have to. Their their call time will be like six forty-five a.m. Yeah, but you can go a little bit later. You can drive a little bit later than him. They're going to go get ready. Everybody's sleeping. Call time is six forty-five. That means they're gonna have to. We're gonna have to leave at five thirty. That means we're gonna have to get up no, no, at four no, no, thirty. No. We, they have to leave. You can show up on time, <laughs> or you could be I a mean, great no, husband and go. No, listen. I can't. No, 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 Brett. No, that doesn't that work like that. I've been a a dance dad, and dudes can't. You can't do anything. Like you don't get to go back there and do the stuff. It's with the it. thought that counts. Yeah, that's so. What you, it ain't gonna matter because I'm gonna be in a hotel room sleeping most likely because you're ridiculous. 
How is that Nobody, ridiculous? Let me You're tell you something. You're staying in a hotel. Let me tell you something about Brett Griffin. you live right by there. Let me tell you something a little Take bit. Take some flowers for your girls, though. Of course. He knows that. Let me tell you something about Brett Griffin. Nobody has rented more rooms within an hour span of his house in his lifetime than Brett Griffin has. That's that's valid. <laughs> you have personally boosted the economy. Thank you. I have. He's lived in a hotel twice since he's been on this show. Yeah, I have. <laughs> lived. Lived there. Weeks. Lived. But I'm not going this weekend. I'm really happy about it because all good things must come to an end. But... Brett, you want to go to Concord Mills tomorrow morning? You want to go down there and get a room tonight? <laughs> if you want to shop early, yes. <laughs> I think I get thrown under the bus this week by Clint because the Chews Cone is coming back, and he sucked at that rule, and I think he's going to blame it all on me. I would say that's probably a good chance of that happening myself. Yeah, that's what I figure is happening. Well, the, he, the best part was last year we called Clint out on the show, and then, of course, the very following week you mistake his car for the 41 or something. Totally thought it? it was not him. <laughs> I'm totally looking forward to the first half of the year where I don't – I don't get called out at all, and Brett gets it. But when NBC starts, it'll be like, cancel that, please. I'm just hoping my guy's not in the booth anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. Here's what I'm most <laughs> excited about this week is I got a call at the end of last week, and Dell Jarrett is giving me one of his fire suits. Really? Yeah, so I'm going to go pick that up Which today. One? I don't know. Right? I, don't, I literally have no idea. Which one do you want? I don't care. I know you don't but care, I, I but which want, one do you want? I want one that he wore between – I'm talking like – we talking like Ford credit suit? You want a UPS no, suit? No, I want a UPS suit. Um. Yeah, because I mean, I I got to know him really well between 2002 and then now, right? So anything after 02, make but, sure you try it on. But I don't know what I'm going to get, right? When I get it, I'll I'll tweet it. But I got a phone call of, hey, I'm I'm going to give you one of my fire suits, and I was like jumping up and down, happy. I'm what if it's like the What if it's like the white rain one in that bush car? <laughs> I'll take it. Hey, he's going to take. <laughs> I'll it. take it. I mean, I'll take it. But. You got to try it on because I need to see how, what a, it's going to look There's, like. It's no, going to be a foot longer than you. Do not try it on. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. Thank you, as always, to our presenting sponsor, OfferPad, and our incredible fans. And our guest, Ty. You. Yes. Yeah, Gifts and our today. guest, Ty. Can we just start saying cuss words? Just, just keep cursing. So. I love you guys. Jason's going to cut the show right yeah. now. I will be on the show next Monday. Now we're done. Amazing. No, we'll see. It's getting canceled. He's going to yeah. get a hotel room down the street. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to drink, drink beer and tweet during the race on Sunday. Oh, Thank you, you, as always, for sharing, liking, commenting. Do it all. Send us your um, anchor messages. Your anchor anchor messages. messages. Yes. All week. Yeah. Whenever thanks you think for, of uh, something, just send them in. Thanks for all the comments. Um, Thanks uh, for the donkey that's going to edit this show. <laughs> donkey, we're out. Holla. <laughs> Have a good week. This bit of badassery was badassery was made by badassery. Dirty Mo Media. Dirty Mo. Dirty Mo.